that's what I, you know, like about writing is being able to, you know, be able to paint a picture in some somebody's mind, you know, and uh, like, you know, like a painter has canvas that he paints on. Mm -hmm. And we musicians, songwriters, you know, our canvas is silence. What is hip? Some people say it's a bone that you wiggle when you feel real good. But I say Swamp Town Get Down is hip, so trill, slightly turnt, and hundo P lit. March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Okefenokee Fairgrounds in Waycross, Georgia. The 10th Annual Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival featuring Kung Fu, The Lee Boys, Pinebox Dwellers, and Bobby Lee Rogers Trio. The party starts at 7 p.m. Thursday, March 12th with Stephen Pickman and continues all weekend long with music by Derek Dove, Them Vagabonds, Michelle and the Ambiguous, Glass Camels, Brett Bass and Melted Plectrum, Heart of Pine, Electric Cow, The Page Brothers, Josh Kirkland, Thunderbird Blues Band, Ty Manning and Slaw Dog Biscuits, Back City Woods, Lazy Lightning, Custard Pie and Bonnie Blue, On-Site RV and Primitive Camping, Food Arts and Craft Vendors, Free Admission for Kids 12 and Under, Get Your Squad Together, Call Your Fam, Bring Your Tribe, to the 10th Annual Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival, March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Okefenokee Fairgrounds in Waycross, Georgia, a safe at home production. Welcome to Something in the Water. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin, this is uh, Mr. Sean Clark, and our uh, engineer back here, Justin Mercer. As our guests this week, we have the Page Brothers from Adel, Georgia, Travis and Dakota. Page. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Yes, Glad yeah, to have you. Glad to be here, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So you are recording an album here with Caution Light Media. That's just right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Six song EP. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be called uh, "Blood on the Bible Belt," and it's all about wheeling, dealing, killing, and blood spilling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. That sounds good. Well, that's right up our alley. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like it because. Uh, uh, there's something in the water, you know. We're all songwriters here yeah, from uh, the south, south of Georgia, and uh, we like to deal in all that subject matter. I think that Love makes it, for some interesting songs. It really does. And uh, uh, from what we've heard of y'all, y'all are, uh, are uh, pretty amazing songwriters. Appreciate yeah, that. Man. Thank y'all. Y'all are, are amazing. Same thing, man. I love everything I've heard both of y'all man like y'all got y'all know how to how to write some songs yeah it makes us want to you know step our game up right and you know yeah. right yeah man y'all are awesome well vice versa man yeah. your, your guitar playing and your singing is very unique in both aspects that's just really good stuff thank you man so uh why don't we uh do a little history lesson y'all just kind of tell us about your background uh Growing up in, uh, I guess you grew up in Adel? Or yeah, well. Uh, other towns close yeah, by. Yeah, close by, yeah, yeah. Cook County. Y'all just kind of yeah. tell us uh, how it all started out for you with your uh, interest in uh, songwriting and music and everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, um, pretty much, you know, being a kid and, you know, I live with, uh, we live with my great-grandpa for you know, from the time we were like eight, like I was probably about eight years old. Yeah, I think old. I was in like first grade. Yeah, and um, all the way up till I was in eighth grade, you know. And um, he would play, you know, always play old school country music on the radio, like, you know, Hank Williams and Hank Snow and then... Lefty Frizzell. Yeah, Lefty, yeah, yeah. you know, and, uh, and then my... Other grandpa, you know, on he would play like fifties music, 
every Saturday morning. Yeah, he was an Italian New Yorker. You know, he liked all that doo-wop stuff. He was born in 1950, you know. Fast Domino, Frankie Valli, Four Seasons, all that stuff. He grew up listening to, you know, all that stuff. So had a wide It's kind of unusual for y'all, I guess, what what are y'all's ages now? What are y'all about? 23. I'm 21. 23 and 21. That's really unusual these days mm-hmm. yeah. for y'all to be able to be exposed, exposed to, to such yeah. a varied and, background as that That's and you can awesome. tell like I mean, shoot. it's the kind of crap I grew up with you yeah, know? Yeah, God knows I mean that's great I just and I've I've never felt in touch with my generation man like you know like I would never like I feel like I've always been kind of socially awkward with people my age just because I don't I don't connect with them you know You're like not I, into what they're into I can't like get that. into that boom boom pal boom <laughs> boom pal man <laughs> yeah how I started playing guitar was um uh I was walking through Walmart with my grandparents one day and I seen a guitar uh just blue like first act acoustic or something mm-hmm. and I said I told them I wanted a guitar and that next Christmas they got me a guitar and my grandpa, uh, my papa, he played guitar. And so he, you know, taught me my first chords and my first song, which was uh, Want a Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Heck yeah. <laughs> but he was, man, he, he was a deadhead, loved the Grateful Dead, um, you know, Jimi Hendrix, all that stuff, man. So we got a lot of good taste for music from him. So he started me on, you know, guitar. And Cody started learning guitar, uh, I guess, what, like, Two years after me? Yeah, yeah, you was already playing for two years, which, uh, you know, like, I actually wanted to start playing the drums, man, and my grandpa was like, ain't no way. He was like, when hell freezes over, I buy you a drum set. Cause, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Beat like, on the trash can, yeah, don't play to- drums. Yeah, and um, he's like, it's just racket. <laughs> so then, you know, I, I don't know, like he kind of, he was kind of like find a different instrument, you know, because I, I wanted to learn how to play, Travis been playing and always loved music and stuff and, you know, so I, Travis kind of ended up talking me into learning guitar. He's yeah. like, man, you should learn guitar, man. Yep. And I'd love the guitar, but I kind of, I wanted to do, I wanted to be different, you know, maybe something we could you know, want to be different when I was younger. I didn't want to learn the guitar just because he was, and then he talked me into it, and I was like, started teaching me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Usually the older brother teaches the younger brother, you know, and <laughs> in that case, the younger brother taught me, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Who was singing first out of both of y'all? I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess he was. Yeah, because you'd, you'd play, man, you'd play guitar. Mm-hmm. And I'd sing like, oh. I guess we, we try probably tried writing some songs before he even started playing guitar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Had a little toy, electric keyboard too, man. Yeah. And I think I'd learned uh, how to play uh, "Smoke on the Water." <laughs> yeah. On man. It. yeah. One, th- one finger. Yeah. One finger. <laughs> first things I ever knew. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so y'all got a background in writing as well. You, know, you mm-hmm. started. Uh... Yeah, um, I actually started writing before I started playing guitar and stuff like writing poetry. And um, how old were you then? I was probably about. I want to say, uh, was probably about eight. Wow. Cause um, my mom, she's a poet. She writes. And, uh, you know, I'd re- learning how to read in school, and then they ended up, you know, even teaching us a little bit about poetry back then in grade school, man. And, you know, I wrote some stuff, like, for, you know, school assignments. and Yeah, some stuff that was uh, something that was in the newspaper yeah, when well, you were in elementary school. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I had... I had a buddy named Gunner Four back. Uh, I think I was in what was it, third? It's like third or fourth grade. Um, I had a buddy named Gunner, 
he got killed on uh, Halloween. He was like, it was an accident, like something happened, and um, I wrote a poem for for him, like kind of in memory of him, and um, they, so my uh, one of my sister's friends, grandma's uh. I think she either knew somebody that ran the paper or she might have, I don't know. And then I guess they like, you know, they let the the family hear it and stuff and they wanted it in the paper. So they wow. put, it was a little like five line poem, yeah. you know. Awesome. You know. Yeah, just being like, a, a young kid, man, writing, you know, poem, you so know, for you, that kind of thing. Just, your mama was a poet. Yeah, she she's got y'all. books, man, books and books of poetry. She's mm -hmm. been writing since, I guess, she was a kid, you know, right. teenager. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, when, when did y'all uh, write your first serious song? Oh, man. Uh, I guess it, uh, you probably wrote it by yourself. Was it a song called um, The Journey? Was that it? Yeah. 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 It was kind of, it was cheesy. It was probably man. a little cheese. It had a lot of cheese on it, man. Yeah. Can you remember a line from it? Um, <laughs> I got some bad ones. Oh, <laughs> the first ones were hard. I'm, tr I'm, I'm trying to remember it. Nah, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, but we probably thought it was like the best brain song ever, ago. you know, yeah. but then we, you know, we realized it wasn't, eh, yeah. it wasn't anything to worry about. Oh, yeah. I've heard some of y'all have written that are amazing, and you just played us a few out there, and hope you play us another on the show. Yeah, we definitely love to, will, man. man. Definitely will. Well, y'all want to play one right now? Yeah. Feel like yeah, it? Yeah, we're down, man. Let's do it. Get this old guitar. <clears throat> you want to play man hmm play uh you want to play mustard seed man you need a capo yeah I'll take that one yeah. yeah this is a great song man yeah loud Page Brothers mustard seed Men fall. I've seen things I wish I hadn't seen. Sometimes it's like I've seen it all. Like an old beat up truck broke down on the interstate. Seeing so many people stranded without a lick of faith. Well, some men take to praying, and some men take to drinking. Every man's got his own way of coping Every man's got his own way of thinking Remember when you're hopeless For you have lost your way That a tiny little mustard seed Could carry the mountains away Well, for some time I've been in denial Hiding a sad man's friend behind an empty smile. I never thought his hard days would pass. Passing out drunk every night on my next door neighbor's grass. Well, some men take to praying, and some men take to drinking. Man's got his own way of coping Every man's got his own way of thinking 
Remember when you're hopeless or you have lost your way That tiny little mustard seed could carry the mountains away Some men take to praying, and some men take to drinking. Every man's got his own way of coping, every man's got his own way of thinking. Remember when you're hopeless, or you have lost your way, that a tiny little mustard seed could carry the mountains away. Tiny little mustard seed could carry the mountains away. Yes. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Good man. stuff. That yeah. was, uh, you wrote that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wrote. Good stuff. I wrote that one. Um, I don't know, like I, you know, I've heard the phrase, you know, faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Straight out of the Bible. Yeah. yeah I've, you know, I've heard it throughout my whole life, you know, and then I just kind of, I don't know, one day I was picking with listening the guitar. Listening to some John Prine. Yeah, I was man. listening to some John Prine, too. Yeah. And um, kind of, you know, I don't know, I just kind of come up with, you know, just strumming a little melody some chords and yeah, tell them about a melody and the guitar stuff. you wrote it on. Oh yeah, I wrote it on. Uh, my stepdad has a 1960 Gibson J45, and it's actually a it's like cherry, like a cherry fade yeah, sunburst. Pretty, pretty guitar. Uh, beautiful yeah. guitar, and um, it was his dad's, and his dad was a preacher. He had a non-denominational church. He was from Florida and moved up to uh, Adel, I guess, like yeah. back when my stepdad was a, you know, like a young teenager. Or something. Teenager and um, he ended up, he like died like fairly young, and yeah. um, and he was a he was an awesome songwriter from the song. Uh, our stepdads played us lots of songs. Yeah, of his, his dad yeah, of his dad. Yeah, you know, he had wow. a lot of. Awesome songs, books. I think that he, he might have been speaking through that. Exactly, that's, I do, that's the whole. You I know. do kind of feel like that. <laughs> yeah. Not trying to, you know, but yeah, man. Like I just don't. I don't think I could have wrote that song in any other guitar. You know, I, yeah, I do kind of like, feel you know, like he was speaking mm -hmm. through me. You know, yeah, it had an energy to it. You know, mm -hmm. it definitely shows in the song. It's, <clears throat> it's powerful. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Which that's a cool thing too you know about like instruments and stuff is like you know especially older ones you know that it's been played for mm -hmm. you know 50 60 years you know people pouring their heart out they all got stories man and you know. I, I feel like you know some of it's like it's like magic that's mm. trapped inside the wood <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. the wood soaks it up yep it's like Neil Young. I think Neil Young owns Hank Williams' acoustic guitar. Oh, oh wow. sure. If you're going to own an acoustic guitar. Uh, yeah. um, David Cry that plays at the Graham Parsons Guitar Pool every year, he's he's a songwriter from out at, uh, yeah. in New York, and uh, he ended up buying the acoustic guitar that Graham Parsons and... Uh, um, I just knew Graham. I didn't know oh, anybody else saw it. Bob, uh, this is terrible. Um, because I can't remember Bob's name, oh, and he's so deserving of it. But uh, uh, yeah. uh, wrote the, the song Hickory Wind, uh, which is probably Graham's, one of his signature songs, Hickory Wind. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, uh, Graham and uh, 
and Bob wrote this song uh, together using this guitar. And yeah. Then, and David Cry ended up buying it from uh, from uh, this gentleman that we're anxiously trying to beg <laughs> his name. And I apologize because I, I know, yeah, I know, I know the this, man. I know this too. Um. Uh, and... Uh, uh, right now, I didn't know we were going to talk about it, but right now, the last... Bob Buchanan. Bob Buchanan. Buchanan. Yes. Bob, I beg your forgiveness on this, yeah, but... Uh, me too. Uh, Bob Buchanan uh, from the International Submarine Band, Graham's uh, first first uh, recorded band. Uh, they wrote the song Hickory Wind on it, and David Cry ended up buying that guitar, so... It was a nice plan. It's pretty you? special, you yeah. know. I'm, it's got I'm some sure magic in it. As, as, your, as your granddaddy's was. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. An instrument, you know, I find it uh, songwriting, you know, when you can when you can go to an instrument other than your own, Yeah. Mm-hmm. it'll yeah. perk something up in you. You, you start going into there. another yeah. direction. Yeah. You know, it can be if a crappy it's a keyboard guitar, but it, it's or, just uh, or, or a whole other guitar mm-hmm. or something. It, it speaks is. something different yeah. to you. It does. It's, it's strange that the guitars themselves have personalities of yep. their own. Yeah, yeah. man. Definitely. I feel like you could take two acoustics, you know, put out in the same ears, same model, everything, you know, and you could play them side by side and they oh, would yeah. be yeah, every, different. Every instrument had its own, uh, yeah. There was a time where yeah. about five of us owned the same Martin uh, DR, DR yeah. and every one of them you would have swore it would have been a different guitar. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was a different guitar, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. a different model. Mm-hmm. Every one of them mm-hmm. sounded different, played different. Well, that was awesome, man. Yeah, yeah I you. enjoyed that. Uh, um I say that uh, y'all are uh, y'all been in bands probably from the time you were teenagers, I guess. You know, which, yeah, we, which wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I guess it's amazing um, to me. We started playing out, like trying to play gigs. I guess um, you were still in school. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking I was in middle school. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, whenever we first. Uh, Started the Page Brothers yeah, band. Yeah. Um, I think I was in tenth grade, maybe tenth, and you was in eighth grade, or uh, I guess so. No, I I would have been in a yeah, I've been in eighth grade, yeah, probably. And um, we had actually uh, we had actually played out before we started the first band. There was a little hot dog place. Uh, Diggity dogs. Diggity dogs, yeah. And they, they had a little, uh, I guess, a, a gazebo set up, and yeah. we'd just go there and just play. We yeah. didn't Man, really have a... We did, we we honestly shouldn't even been playing a gig back then. Hey, but it was free, yeah. man. They didn't pay us for nothing. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, yeah. People gave us tips. Man. Get yeah. free, free diggity cool. dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. They, had, they actually had this, um, I'm not trying to get off subject, but... They had this thing called a hot durger, and it was like a hot dog burger, man. <laughs> yeah. Like it pretty much was a burger that was put in a hot dog bun. Hot dog form burger. <laughs> yeah. Weird, man. I don't know. First I've heard of one of them. <laughs> but. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, the diggity durger. <laughs> the diggity durger. Yep. <laughs> the first time we tried to put a band together uh, with like drums, um, our friend Charles Judge yeah. from school was playing drums. Cody was playing bass and singing, and I was playing guitar. So that's how yeah. the kind of the first, you know, our first band kind mm-hmm. of, you know. Yeah. We we never had a name. We tried a bunch of different names. and Yeah, we couldn't, man. Like, so yeah. we had to settle on the Page Brothers, man. I don't think y'all settled. I mean, y'all are brothers. It works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. brother bands, they go yeah. back, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, most people go through some bad band names yeah. to get to where they are later. But yep. y'all, y'all started right off with the the most apt name there was. Yeah. Yep. And you know, that's something too we thought about because you know every time we would find a name, you know that we thought was kind of cool, it just ended up like 
I remember one time we wanted to name the band Slither. Slither, <laughs> man. Well, we actually, you know, we started out playing like you know heavy, like nineties, yeah. You know, me too. Grunge yeah. rock, yeah. and we were doing all kinds of that. Allison Chains, and yeah, I came up on yeah. all that. Um, that kind of stuff, man. And and our, you know, our style has, I guess, our musical, yeah, genre of what we like write and you know stuff has yeah, changed, yeah. but you know, because you know, I've always. We've always liked, you know, uh, we've always liked the older kind of music, you yeah. know. But um, I don't know. When we were in high school, we just we wanted to to rock the world, rock, man. man. Heavy man, play that, yeah. Yeah, and kick the door down. <laughs> yeah, and just I don't know, man. Like after two or three years of trying to play it and. You know, just not really getting anywhere. And then, too, you know, you can't, like, he just turned 21. So for a while, you know, we weren't even able to go play in bars and stuff, yeah. too, you know. So, but, um, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. so now you're all about to play uh, Swamp Town Get Down. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. All right. Excited about yeah. that, man. That's going to be, a, that's going to be happening. Brought a flyer in. <clears throat> Got the Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival coming up uh, March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Okie Finoki Fairgrounds in Waycross, Georgia. It's a music festival that me and uh, friends of mine, we've been putting on for 10 years now, and we've got a great lineup uh, scheduled for this year, including the Page Brothers. Yeah, we're happy. Band. The Pine Box Dwellers, yep, and uh, a good lot of others that's going to be there, and uh, um, you owe it to yourselves to uh, make it a point to come out to it. Uh, you can uh, find all the information on it at www.stgdfest.com. It's going to be a good weekend. It always already, is. We already yeah. sold out just about every RV spot available. Out of 56 RV spots, there's five left, so Ooh. jump on them now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's awesome. Yeah, looking forward to having you all to that. Yeah, um, man. We can't wait to see all the other bands, too, man. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing about playing it is you get to hear <clears> everybody <throat> else and instead of just going playing somewhere by yourself and loading yep. up and never, even when somebody's playing across the street, you never get to hear them, you know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just love like the commune with everybody. And yeah, man, fellowship. Yes, yeah, good, good. Uh, it's a good feeling. Y'all, mm -hmm. y'all um, do any a uh, lot of festivals work, or you primarily club work, or yeah, primarily you know clubs, bars, you know that kind of stuff, private parties. Uh, that you know one of our goals this year was to play more music festivals. More festivals. So you know. Swamp Town Get Down is a is a good one to do, <laughs> yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, and then uh, we we actually got another festival we're playing at uh, River Bottom yep, Revival in uh, called the River Bottom Revival Festival. Yep, where's that? It's gonna be in Lakeland, Lakeland, Georgia. Okay, mm -hmm. it's fe it's in February. Yeah, it's this month, the end of yeah. this month. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'll be fun. Cool. <clears throat> um. I just drew a blank. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all want to play us another song? We will, man, definitely. Love to hear one. Let's see. It's hard to think of a song. You man. want to play one off the uh, album you're working yeah, on? definitely. Here? Tell us tell us <coughs> the name of that uh, album coming up. Yeah, Blood on the Bible Bill. Blood on the Bible Bill. Right. Which one do you want to do, man? Um... Make him pick. I'm indecisive, man. <laughs> I don't know. You gonna do Bloodhound? Yeah, we'll do Bloodhound. This is about a bounty hunter.
I'm an officer of the court I'm the back end of the law When a killer goes running free Well, I'm the one they call I'm a hunting dog Running hot on a fox's trail As long as I got a sin or chase Well, I will prevail When I close my eyes I still see all the faces Other lives that I've cut down I'm a bloodhound And I'ma track it down Ain't no way to justify Killing or blood spilling I risk my life for the ones who died While you take for your evil dealings If I could go back and stop you from what you done Maybe you wouldn't have to meet me at the end of my gun When I close my eyes I still see all the faces Of the lives that I've cut down I'm a bloodhound I'ma hunt you down It's hard to sleep when you got blood on your hands I got your bounty, I'm a law man When I close my eyes I still see all the faces Of the lives that I've cut down When I close my eyes, I still see all the faces of the lives that I've cut down. I'm a bloodhound. And I'ma track it down. I'm a bloodhound. I'ma cut you down It's hard to sleep when you got blood on your hands I got your bounty, I'm a law man Alright, yes sir <laughs> Thank you Man can't wait to hear that album. Yeah, man. Can't wait to get it out there. Y'all have a goal for, or release date or anything? Or? Not yet, man. Just hoping, you know, sometime, uh, sometime soon. <laughs> sometime this year, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, just, Justin back here is, uh, he's, he also runs uh, Caution Light Media Recording Studios. He did our yeah. album. Yep. There you go. He's desperate days and long and nights. And yeah. He's, uh, He's a man of many talents. <clears throat> oh, yeah, great, yeah. man. Great. Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the release of y'all's EP, Blood on the Bible Bell. Yeah, yes, uh, man. Age Brothers. Concept album, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, they kind of just all, you know, they're all about kind of, you know, the same thing, whether it's from a like a bounty hunter's perspective or a criminal's perspective is always, yes, 
They're just all kind of about, you know, like, there's like three people I went to school, actually four people I went to school with and that were supposed to be in my graduating class and, you know, they're all in prison with life sentences for wow. murders, you know, so like, you yeah, ain't trying to, you know, make, you know, make my hometown or anything look bad, you know, no, which was... I mean, that's everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's it's more so, you know, like, addressing, addressing issues that's just happening all over, you know, like, people go in and rob a store and, you know, over $50, some, somebody loses their life, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's all... Uh, there's a good documentary that I stumbled across back in probably, oh gosh, probably the early 2000s, and uh, it's called Searching for the Wrong-Eyed Jesus, oh, and yeah. it's uh, 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 an Americana artist by the name of Jim White, uh, who at the time was uh, based out of Pensacola, Florida, and uh, he's he's living in Athens now. Uh, uh, we've had him down to one of uh, the Grand Parsons guitar pulls one year and actually met him. He's such a charismatic guy and a heck of a songwriter, but he hosted uh, this documentary. It was produced by a couple of BBC fellas from England. And, uh, it, 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 it kind of details the, uh, the, the, the Southern, the, the Gothic South, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as, uh, like he he made a beeline in an old uh, beat up Pontiac uh, from Pensacola and headed cut straight across on I ten, and and what these producers wanted to show was that you could take an exit off of I ten, and in ten minutes you would be in the deep south, in the deep dark south with with all the secrets and 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 everything, and a lot of the interviews that they had would with normal people in these towns was like from small towns in the South that uh, you either grew up and you either were in prison yeah. or you were in the church. That was the only two mm-hmm. outlets you had, you know, or music. Now, music was the other outlet, and that they kind of worked uh, uh, a musical theme with performers and stuff uh, throughout the whole documentary, but yeah. it's it's a great uh, Great documentary, and it, it explores all of that. Yeah. You know, that's the a dark great, side. Of a great the, album too. Um, it is good music. The albums, too. the wrong eye Jesus, and the documentary searching, searching for, for, the, for wrong the wrong eye Jesus. Jesus. Oh well, man, that's too. Cool. Yeah, um, it's it's something that you want to you want to find, you yeah, know, it's, and watch. It's one of them. <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of where where we all are as as songwriters too, because. Uh, uh, I know I was raised in the church as mm-hmm. as most Southern boys were, you know, and uh, uh, there's there's always a, a fine line between sin and salvation, you know, yeah. and and uh, growing up in in the South here, I've I've lived both sides of it, you know, and so a lot of our songs, a lot of y'all's songs, are scattered with images. Uh, yeah. You know, of both biblical sides and, and yeah, yeah, spiritual mm-hmm. and stuff, both sides and all that's uh, that's what I love about y'all's y'all's work. Uh, I'm so drawn much. to it, yeah, thank very you, much. Thank you. So that's uh, that's what I you know like about writing is being able to you know be able to paint a picture in some somebody's mind, you know, and uh. Like, you know, like a painter has canvas that he paints on. Mm-hmm. And we musicians, songwriters, you know, our canvas is silence. And we mm-hmm. get to paint on that canvas of silence. Yeah, man. yeah. If you're going to make a note, which notes are going to be? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And Sean here does both, man. He paints <laughs> on canvas <laughs> and on silence. Yep. Well, yeah. Trying to get more. You're an artist. I'm trying to find time for the actual painting part. Uh, always wanted to do that and kind of playing all the time just kind of mm-hmm. got in the way. But I'm trying to do both 
I mean, doing it already with the T-shirts, but um, just to have art at the shows and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I like what you're doing, too. You're branching out in the bowls and, bowls and plates. And, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I did about else? three bowls, and uh, the guys in the band are like, you, you're not coming, becoming like the bowl lady, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, just making some little bowls. Got a problem? <laughs> well, hey, let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back. Something in my blood starts to take a hold. Something in my bones start to lose control. Something in the water gonna make me whole. What is hip? Some people say it's a bone that you wiggle when you feel real good. But I say Swamp Town Get Down is hip, so trill, slightly turnt, and hundo P lit. March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Okefenokee Fairgrounds in Waycross, Georgia. The 10th Annual Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival featuring Kung Fu, the Lee Boys, Pinebox Dwellers, and Bobby Lee Rogers Trio. The party starts at 7 p.m. Thursday, March 12th with Stephen Pickman and continues all weekend long with music by Derek Dove, Them Vagabonds, Michelle and the Ambiguous, Glass Camels, Brett Bass and Melted Plectrum, Heart of Pine, Electric Cow, The Page Brothers, Josh Kirkland, Thunderbird Blues Band, Ty Manning and Slaw Dog Biscuits, Back City Woods, Lazy Lightning, Custard Pie and Bonnie Blue, On-Site RV and Primitive Camping, Food Arts and Craft Vendors, Free Admission for Kids 12 and Under. Get your squad together, call your fam, bring your tribe to the 10th Annual Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival, March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Okefenokee Fairgrounds in Waycross, Georgia, a Safe at Home production. All right, we're back from the break. Let these Welcome boys play. Yeah. Something in the water. With the Page Brothers, we're going to let y'all play another song or two for us. All right, man. What's the name of this one, guys? Overdose and Tattered Clothes. Yep. Kind of a sad song, but... Some of the best songs are sad. Man. That's right. Yeah. What's it about? It's about like drug, drug addiction, and you know I've known lots of people. I have lots of people in my family that's, you know, struggles with it, and um, I just kind of now how it, how it affects you know affects people around like, you. you yeah, know? And right like it don't don't just affect you know like your health and and you, but it affects. You know, the people that love you. Definitely. There you go. Yeah. I think everybody's got something like that in their family. Yeah. Definitely, man. Well, here it goes. Coming down from a three-year high, I'm like him laying in the bed of a rehab center trying to fix myself they say it will get easier with little help my friend and I keep thinking when I get out I'll just relapse again I miss the needles and I miss the pills Memories flashing like a movie reel Fed in hell like a wilted rose All that's left is an overdose And tattered clothes There's a certain point When you can't sink anymore they call that a rock bottom and I've busted through that stone floor Everyone tells me they're through with all the heartache So I'll just lay here and deal with the shakes I miss the needles and I miss the pills Memories flashing like a movie reel I'm fading out like a wilted rose All that's left is an overdose Tattered clothes My friend, you look like hell Oh, how far you feel You put that stuff before your family 
just can't control myself Can't think of anything else Oh Lord, what's next for me? I miss the needles and I miss the pills Memories flashing like a movie reel I'm fading out like a wilted rose All that's left is an overdose I miss the needles and I miss the pills Memories flashing like a movie reel I'm fading out like a wilted rose All that's left is an overdose Tatter All that's left is an overdose. Yeah, man. Awesome. Thank y'all. That's really good. I like how you jumped in there too. Yeah, that's right, man. Yeah, we wrote, uh, he wrote pretty much the music to it. And then, like, I kind of, we kind of came up with, um, the idea of what we wanted it to yeah. be about. And I wrote the first verse, I think, and we kind of collaborated on the chorus. On the chorus. And then we come to a pause on it. You yeah, know? for a while. And then a couple of days later, Travis is like, hey, man, I finished that song that we were writing the other day. So I'm like, all right, let me hear it, man. He played it, added a bridge to it, and I'm like... I guess that was part of the reason why I was singing that part, because I wrote yeah. the part, and he just kind of... He yeah. didn't learn the words, so I, I sang that part. And so <laughs> hey, it works, man. And you got a good voice, too. And y'all. Oh, thank you, man. Y'all sound good together, because you're brothers, but your voices are so different, and they complement each other. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, what, what strikes me about y'all's stuff is, uh, is, 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 the, is the humility and humanity of... of of your lyrics and, yeah. and stuff, yeah. and and it, it it just blows my mind that uh, y'all are uh, twenty three and twenty one. Yeah, man. Uh, well done. Thank That's you so great. much, man. It's really good stuff. Looking forward to yeah. I want more hear, uh, from y'all. One of y'all songs, man. Or... What about the uh, um, Neon Rain that y'all were talking about? Yeah, I can play yeah. that. One. I'm gonna grab a capo for somebody. Uh, Y'all uh, tuned to the same? Uh, or is it? I think I'm about a half step down, man. Makes it easier to sing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you, yeah. you use that or not, if you don't do lead licks or whatever. This one, uh, me and you wrote together. Right with me and you wrote a lot together. Do we remember? do. That's uh, I had the first two verses and I couldn't get any further and called Dave. That's what I usually do. Cause I, I you know, I want it to be finished. <laughs> that's the main thing. Well, that's something that uh, it's it's. Not an easy task is co-writing. I don't do it with a lot of folks, and yeah, I, I don't either. I think that you and I have uh, managed to be pretty good at it. Yeah, you know, as far as I learned a lot from you, that's yeah. for sure. I thought I was gonna be in tune. <laughs> This uh, song come out of, I don't know. I don't really know exactly what spawned it, but there was something going on with the, the lyrics of, let's see, backseat driver in a demolition in derby. A demolition derby. Oh, wow. I just tried to come up with it. It might be that capo. Sometimes yeah. that capo's trying to get Neon Rain. I'm a backseat driver in a demolition derby. 
since you've had the will Our lives have turned topsy-turvy We've been under, over, sideways, off-road, back roads and byways Somewhere back there in the rear view, I should have hit the highway Skydiving with a suicide jumper You're a crack pig frying on a hot summer bumper I've been beat, broken, busted, blooded by the hands of others Didn't hurt as bad as having you as a lover God above Show me some love I just need something to lean to I'm praying on a sinking ship Just looking for something I can cling to in like a, a certain place man that's cool man we were shooting for like a new mm. orleans kind of yeah definitely thing. is that mic active mm -hmm. oh lord i didn't realize that it's recording all day <laughs> she plays one day oh god while see. we're doing the song right and round 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 roundabout rotate the mic 
Musical. Musical mic. It's better than magic mic. Since we're doing uh, Down and Dirty. <laughs> I'll do a song from the Newfanglers CD, uh, Ooh, yeah. Blood in the Pines. Oh, yeah. uh, did we talk about Newfanglers earlier? I don't know if we've talked about the Newfanglers. I mean, I know yet, we did, but did we do it on? No, not We will eventually. Yeah. Keep that in mind, the Newfanglers song from a concept CD that we put out back in 2007. Let's see if I can remember this there. Well, here I lay. My time has come. I can't go back Change what I've done These goddamn walls All I can see Stone cold and gray Closing in on me Coming, who's coming for me? If in or hell bound, which will I be? Four walls around me, where I lie and wait for the coming of the Lord. Or a key to the devil's gate. That sound I heard Was the cell door slam I'm bound to pay For the life of a man Last words I say Send me to hell If it frees my son, guess it's just his way. Who's that coming? Who's coming for me? Heaven or hell bound, which will I be? Key to the devil's gate. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a like me. He brought he, that's when we were working on that project. You came in with a four track copy of that, yeah. And that we tried to recreate it or whatever, but we went with that. We ended up uh, pitching the two tracks the down into the machine, and mm -hmm. uh, probably we didn't do much else no, to it. We just used the demo, just we added a, a finger symbol. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when the uh, door. said the jail door slam, ding, 
Yeah. <laughs> Quite a jail door. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Man, that was awesome, man. That was great. Uh, thanks. Uh, we'd like to remind everybody that uh, the Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival coming up uh, March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Waycross, Georgia, Okie Finoki Fairgrounds. You can get tickets online at uh, www.stgdfest.com. And uh, I think uh, everybody at this table yeah. is going to be we'll performing be there. there. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. So. What time y'all playing? We are at a 2 p.m. on Saturday, Saturday the 14th. Saturday the 14th, 2 yeah. p.m. I believe we're at 7, Pine Box Dwellers. And, um, yeah. On Saturday? Um, on Saturday, yeah. Cool. So I'm excited, man. Yeah. This is going to be it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we got some uh, some pretty big headliners coming. Of course, Pine Box Dwellers, our mm -hmm. local headliners, and the Lee Boys yeah. out of uh, Florida and Kung Fu. And uh, Bobby Lee Rogers Bobby Trio. Lee Rogers, man. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a weekend of music. Hell of a time. We appreciate you boys coming out. And yeah, man, we, uh, we Dave, you wanna take us out with a tail of the week? All, All right, right then. It's becoming the tradition. Yeah. But um Where's that uh where's that tail? Where'd the, the book get off? Oh, where's that tail? Is that it up there? Yeah. <laughs> you might want to uh, knock the dust off. Knock the dust off. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Well, folks, uh, welcome to uh, <coughs> Chapter 3 of uh, Uncle Dave's Tale of the Week. Chapter 2. Actually, I did that one. Last week, or uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> chapter two. Hey, who's counting? <laughs> this one is called uh, the middle child syndrome. All right, if you live long enough, I reckon you'll see and hear it all. Scientific progress is all well and good when it comes to saving lives, but sometimes I do believe some of it might be a tad overthought. Take the middle child syndrome, that feeling of exclusion by middle children. They say the effect occurs because the first child, in my case, my older brother Gary, is more apt to receive privileges and responsibilities, while the youngest in the family, my sister Deb, is more likely to receive indulgences, thus resulting in the middle child, Uncle Me. Suffering from feelings of low self-esteem, jealousy, emptiness, inadequacy, unfriendliness, and shyness. So me being the middle child, let me stop and take account. I don't ever recall feeling terribly unimportant. I guess I've been jealous at times. Empty, inadequate, unfriendly, about as much as anybody, I'd say. Till I picked up a guitar and learned to play, yeah, I was considerably shy in social situations more so than some of my friends who were about as bashful as horseflies around a swimming pool. But no, I'm not buying into the middle child syndrome as it pertains to me. I was born in 1953 and raised up with much love and latitude following the birth of my older brother Gary in 1950. The reason I'm a middle child, though, hinges squarely on the arrival of my little sister Deb, who was born January 7, 1960, when we were living in Tripoli, Libya, as an Air Force family. She was a beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby girl who we loved and adored and still do even now, despite the fact that when she was one, Gary and I would conjole and dote over her while she pulled on our earlobes until they became infected. The infected earlobe sibling syndrome. Now there's one they need to look into. What those scientists and psychologists failed to include in their synopsis was this middle child's trait of aggravating the living hell out of my older and younger siblings. Now, I ain't bragging, but I was damn good at that. When I was about five and Gary eight, 
We were jumping on the beds in our Tripoli bedroom when, for reasons I can't remember, I jumped up and bit a chunk of skin out of his back. I suppose you could classify that as unfriendly. And this was way before The Walking Dead started beaming flesh-eating zombies through my television set in the bedroom. Fast forward to MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa, Florida, where little sister Deb was trying her damnedest to impeach me for unrelented pestering. But her little five-year-old lips couldn't pronounce the word aggravate plain enough. But I can assure you mama figured out what she was trying to say, and I was handily reprimanded. I'm positive there were many more circumstances I could draw on, but my memory won't allow it. Maybe I've conveniently forgotten, or just maybe there is some truth to that middle child syndrome after all. That would certainly explain a lot of my actions. Bless their hearts, Gary and Deb put up with my childish provocations, but the good times far outweigh the bad. We don't visit as much as we should, even though we live in the same town. But when we do, we always pick up right where we left off, full of brotherly and sisterly love and admiration for one another. That's just how we were raised. I guess you could call it the Griffin Syndrome. Man. <laughs> Thank y'all for watching. Thank you, Paige Bros. Thank y'all for having us, man. Thank you. We'll see y'all at Swamp Town. Yeah. What is hip? Some people say it's a bone that you wiggle when you feel real good. But I say Swamp Town Get Down is hip, so trill, slightly turnt, and hundo P lit. March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Okefenokee Fairgrounds in Waycross, Georgia. The 10th Annual Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival featuring Kung Fu, The Lee Boys, Pinebox Dwellers, and Bobby Lee Rogers Trio. The party starts at 7 p.m. Thursday, March 12th with Stephen Pickman and continues all weekend long with music by Derek Dove, Them Vagabonds, Michelle and the Ambiguous, Glass Camels, Brett Bass and Melted Plectrum, Heart of Pine, Electric Cow, The Page Brothers, Josh Kirkland, Thunderbird Blues Band, Ty Manning and Slaw Dog Biscuits, Back City Woods, Lazy Lightning, Custard Pie and Bonnie Blue, On-Site RV and Primitive Camping, Food Arts and Craft Vendors, Free Admission for Kids 12 and Under, Get Your Squad Together, Call Your Fam, Bring Your Tribe to the 10th Annual Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival, March 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Okefenokee Fairgrounds in Waycross, Georgia, a safe-at-home production.